Being a Better Man, episode 198. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Hey everybody, welcome to Being a Better Man, the podcast that is exclusively focused on the character of manhood. I'm your host, my name is Alf Herigstad, and I have a little head congestion today, but please bear with me. I have several things to talk about today, but before I jump into it, I'm going to recognize our amazing sponsors of the Friday episodes, the one and only Stumptown Kilts. Stumptown Kilts has been our sponsor for around six months now. During that time, several of you have answered the call and gotten your very own Stumptown Kilt. But I know a lot more of you are thinking about it. I know you want one, so stop putting it off and head over to StumptownKilts.com and get one. You will be glad you did. It's a win-win-win. You win because you get a superbly crafted, innovative, amazing kilt that everyone will notice and be envious of. I win because by getting a kilt from our sponsor, you are also supporting the show. And Stumptown Kilts wins because they get another ecstatic, lifelong customer to add to their growing list of happy kilt wearers. What could be better than a three-way win? So don't wait. Head over to StumptownKilts.com and pick out that kilt you have been thinking of since I first started talking about them. Once you have the kilt and all the accessories you want picked out, remember to enter the code BETTERMAN at checkout. All lowercase, all one word. And when you do that, you'll receive 10% off your entire purchase. Do it today. Okay, in the last episode, number 197, called The Minutia of Manhood, I hit a nerve with a few guys. I hit a nerve because I was talking in real plain English about the fact that when you don't pay attention to the details of your life, the minutia, that you might be something other than a man. You might still be a boy. The thing is, it's only tough to hear stuff like that if it's true. If it's not true, it doesn't bother you. I know I hit some of you where you live, and it's not comfortable. There was one guy who wrote in to me about it. I won't give his name because I didn't get his permission, but he wrote in and told me that episode pissed him off, and it made him angry at himself. Sometimes when the truth hits you in the face, you cannot duck. You can't roll with the punch. You just have to take it. And that's what he did. I'm really proud of this guy because when confronted with the truth, he stood up and owned it. He finished his letter by thanking me for giving him a wake-up call. I wrote him back and gave him a little advice. It's not an easy thing to suddenly change the way you've been all your life. It requires daily effort and daily focus, like we talk about on this show. It's also not that easy if you are surrounded by people 
who are not concerned with being better. I suggested that if his current friends are not interested in improving, that he may want to spend less time with them and find like-minded people to interact with. That saying that we are the sum total of the five people we spend the most time with is really true. So who we spend time with and interact with is really, really important. A few episodes ago, I suggested that this show could be a means of connecting guys who are like-minded and interested in being better men. I asked for feedback from people who would be interested in that. I only got a couple guys who wrote and said that that was something they would like to do, so I didn't pursue it. However, I was able to connect this guy that wrote in with another guy who responded to that suggestion a couple weeks ago. Now, there are two like-minded guys that are connected. They will be able to communicate and help each other and be a support for one another in their common goal of being a better man. They will also increase that sum total of the five people they spend the most time with. I call it dual mentorship, and I believe it works because it's been working since the dawn of time. So I'm putting it out there again. If you would like to connect with other guys who want to be better men, just write me and get on the list. Another thing that's on my mind today is something I read a couple days ago. It was this article that was supposed to be very forward-thinking. I could tell by the way it was written that the woman writing it felt like she had nailed it, like she had discovered the secret of manhood. The title of the article was, Nice Guys Aren't Good Men. Nice Guys Are Not Good Men. Written by a woman named Lisa Vallejos, Ph.D. It was basically a long list of examples showing the difference between a nice guy and a good man. Here are a couple quotes from the article. Quote, a nice guy will cloak his intentions and be unclear, while a good man will be up front with his intentions and be very clear about his aim. The good man leaves no space for ambiguity. Unquote. Another one. A nice guy will have loose boundaries and will bend over backwards just to seem nice. A good man has clear boundaries and thus earns the respect of people around him. Unquote. To be clear, I don't really disagree with anything she said on its own. Her descriptions of a good man were accurate and well thought out. What I have a problem with is the overall premise saying that if you are a good man, you can't be a nice guy. Like the title says, that nice guys are not good men. With all due respect to her degree, I just have to disagree. I think where she is missing it is in her definition of a nice guy. Here are a few of her descriptions of a nice guy from the article. A nice guy will tell a pretty lie to avoid the discomfort of telling an ugly truth. A nice guy will do things with unspoken expectations attached. A nice guy fears rejection, and so he seeks validation. 
A nice guy will blame others, circumstances, or fate for his lot in life. You know, when I read these descriptions, of which there are many more, I do not see a nice guy being described. What I see is a sad excuse for a male human, a spineless, self-absorbed, candy-ass facsimile of a man who's pretending to be nice. The problem is, there isn't anything nice about a guy like that. That's why I feel like a truly good man is, by definition, an actual nice guy. He's the real thing, and not a pretend nice guy, because a good man has a certain level of genuine care for those around him, their safety and well-being. Sure, he might hurt feelings occasionally because he's being honest, but overall, that is a greater kindness to the people in his life than being a deceptive jerk, or what the author of the article would call a nice guy. By the way, I mean no disrespect to the author at all. I just happen to not agree with her entirely. I will put a link to the article in the show notes if you want to check it out yourself. You know, I did an entire show about this very topic back in episode 129 called Nice Guys Finish. You should check that out too. I would be interested to hear your views on this. Whether you agree with me or not, I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. I think it's important that the title nice guy and good man are not mutually exclusive. I think we can be both. What do you think? Now, as you all know, my book, Forging a Man, is out in print and on Kindle. If you have been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you have probably heard a lot of the stories in the book. However, some of the early feedback I'm getting is that it's different reading the story rather than listening to it. It hits you different, like it attaches to a different part of your brain or something. Anyway, I would love it if all my listeners got a copy and shared it with the people you know. Read it to your kids or send it to someone you think could use it. There will be a link to it in the show notes. Something else I've not talked about in a while is Patreon. If you are a listener of this show, if you keep coming back, then you must be getting some value out of it. My question for you is, if that is the case, then why not support it? There are several ways of showing support for the show. You can buy a kilt from our sponsor, and you can also get my book. But if you aren't a kilt kind of guy and you don't like to read, you can also go to our Patreon page and pledge a monthly amount that is totally up to you. It can be as little as a dollar a month. But all these dollars add up, and they also let me know that people are getting something out of the show. The links to all these things are on the show notes page of every episode. Now head out into the world in your new kilt and seek out like-minded people to spend your time with. Don't allow your sum total to be diminished by others. Also, don't be offended if somebody says you're a nice guy as long as you're also being a good man, or at the very least, 
a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herringstad signing out.